Earth 2020. Society is in ruins and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they be. This is their story. The story of the side quest. Happy Mother's Day, side quest people all, all across the world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to the side quest. Yeah, hey, how yes. you doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. My name is BJ. I'm Luke. And I'm Matt. And we're all here today because of our we moms. have mothers <laughs> who got sexed up <laughs> by dude. Okay, well, <laughs> even I'm like, I'm, I'm like, look, look, don't, don't. Are we going there? But okay, yeah. So we're recording this. Mother's Day is what a week away? Or it's in or it's Sunday. Four, it's on Sunday. So two weeks or a week and a half. But uh, is this week? <laughs> is it? Wait, what's the, the next Sunday that happens will be Mother's Day. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. But this is gonna come out like it's behind the curtains, everybody. I guess just we know. we record like at some point, and then just like whatever we base it around what's happening. We're the Mario one, which will come out after this, but which has fucking nothing to do with Mario. Yeah, <laughs> I think we only talked about it for like. 45 minutes and then the rest of it was a really it good was like podcast. 15 minutes 15 <laughs> minutes then you dipped and then we talked about xenoblade you uh-huh. came back and then we're like yeah let's get back on track tomorrow movie and then it didn't last long at all speaking of xenoblade that is what i've been playing i've been playing a lot of feature Appar- redeemed how what ch- gets, i think it's five chapters how, what, which chapter are you on i'm on chapter four okay so you're close yeah but i'm also like trying to do every side quest and get the community up i've been i See that that I'm excited for because I saw one thing where it was uh, Rex talking to Glimmer in like the affinity scenes where they just kind of show like say you remember this spot from this game right and it was him like pretty much talking about the promise he made to Mithra and Pyro when they formed together and yeah. whatnot and he's and he and like Glimmer's just kind of like I for everything I've seen about Glimmer I'm like more interested about her just because I'm like ah, I, I need I need that like it's it's like the the Street Fighter Six uh, can like. None. My family doesn't love me. Like, because Rex has that, you know, positivity to him. But then, like, Glimmer's just like, "Ew, no, go away." Yeah. <laughs> the thing with Glimmer is she looks like Pyra, but she's aggressively like Mithra. I wonder. <coughs> I wonder. I, I I would not be surprised because apparently, since there's gonna be nothing after this, at least in this arc of Xenoblade. Yeah. So I wonder... Well, isn't that how all of them, they're each, like, kind of separate? They're not anymore. They're harsh connected. Yeah. Ever since 2, they've all been, like, hand in hand. Okay. 2, well, playing... You play 1, then you play 2, you don't think they're connected. Then you finish 2, and you're like, okay. But the way Future Redeemed is going, I can see X being tied into it as well. Well, apparently, that's I saw that on Reddit where someone goes, yo, there's a radio. And people are like... I remember seeing that going, what the fuck does that mean? But then all the comments were like, dude... X is canon, and someone said that Xeno Gears is canon because they they mentioned a character or mentioned something. Or no, no, not Gears. Sorry, Saga. Xeno Saga is canon. Yeah. And and I'm just like, great, cool. 
I have more homework to do. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a long series of threads you need to connect for that series. But <clears throat> the expansion is fucking awesome. Um, the writing in it is great. I think I'm enjoying it better than the main game of three. Ooh. Um, the only problem with it is, is it, is it enjoyment because of like the writing or specifically because it's Shulk Rex and like all of the callbacks and like, cause to me, the vibe I've been getting is well, like, the, the way that I see it is the fact that they brought back old characters means that the writing could have either made it really, really good <clears throat> or completely ruin it. And Shulk and Rex are written absolutely perfectly. Well, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm excited to get to it, because you know, you know my opinion on Rex of through two. But like to, to already seeing clips of him, and I'm just like, he's already way better in yeah. in what I've seen of Future Redeemed than he is in his own fucking game. Yeah, they uh, there's a lot of like affinity scenes where it's just like Shulk and Rex talking to each other because they've been friends for a long time now. That's that's something that's so cool about that is that like. Like, when you think about it, right? Because the worlds converged. They obviously were like, hey. <laughs> and then, yeah, they've probably just been, like, bros ever since. And yeah, there's uh, the whole... The the big place in this expansion, the base of operations, is the original Colony 9. And um, there's this point. It's like Shulk and Rex are walking through town. And there's an affinity scene right in front of uh, Dunban's old house which is like dilapidated and destroyed. <clears throat> and then Rex is like, this used to be your mentor's house, right? And then Shulk's like, yeah. And he's like, was it your mentor or your brother-in-law? And then Shulk is like, uh, both kind of. <laughs> so there, there's a lot of like retroactive world building that tells you what happened after like Xenoblade one and two. Um, it's just a lot of good shit. They go up to that like observatory spot where Shulk used to hang out at that looks over Colony 9. It's just a lot of good fan service and the mechanics in the battles are perfect. Do they do do they pull the thing that like Torna did where they're like, "All right, so you know, we know you liked that combat system, but what if what if, hear me out, we made it better?" Yeah, it, so. in my opinion, you can't improve on 3 too much, but they've ironed out some kinks and made it a little bit different. But it's still perfect. I remember the biggest thing from with Torno was it was like, so hey, two, you got to play as Rex, you got your party, that's cool. What if, and hear me out, you could play as any of them? Yeah. And like just small things like that where they just take they took what was already a good system and they said, okay, but let's give it a little more quality of life, a little more. The the biggest problem with two it. was that elemental chains could only connect to other like specific elements. So um, <clears throat> they completely did away with that in Torna. And in this one, it's like the Ouroboros hasn't been perfected yet, so there's no fusions. Mm. But you have fusion attacks on each character, which is two arts combined. Yeah. And when you do that, it's like the shadow of what their fusion would be appears behind them and helps them like Almost attack. Like, like a like a JoJo stand or like Virgil or not Virgil, uh, Nero's like devil trigger type shit. Yeah, and Sick. then uh, the yeah, because they're the first Ouroboros, right? Because um, I I got to the city in three. And uh, Monica, is it the girl? Like, uh, yeah, she's like explaining everything. Yeah. And I sent you a Snapchat where I'm just like, that's, that's Matthew. I see Matthew. Yeah. It's... And like knowing, knowing future redeemed, seeing all the statues, I'm like, that's Nickel. And it's Glimmer. That's, that's Rex. There's Shulk. That's Matthew. Where's yep. A at? So. Yeah. A. They... I mean, I, I, my, my, I, and don't tell me if, if you're there, but my theory is she, is she and all of the other versions of Alvis are going to like die or like something so well it's it's interesting because it's like 
you know what happens at the end of two yeah. where it's like Pyra and Mithra split into two separate people. That's kind of what's happened to Alvis here. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's a whole thing with that, with that. But how does I, that, by the way, how does that work for like Rex? Cause like in, in the grand scheme of things, realistically he has, there's a, there's a point where, um, cause like what, what's the name of, of their combined form? Cause that's like the actual person, right? Of Pyra and Mithra. Yeah. P- fans just call it Numa. Pithra. Okay. Pithra. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. Because like that that form is technically the the actual form of like the 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 Aegis blade, right? Yeah. Okay. And then I love the idea that this like yeah that's the real form, but then like they could just be like, I want to be the blonde one today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like change it up a bit. And that's essentially what's going on with Alvis. He was like, I feel like a woman. <laughs> So I, I'm very interested in that because, like, it it harkens to like Devil May Cry Five's like the whole thing with Virgil's like here's this edgy goth boy who likes poetry. That was all his his human side, and then this giant hulking monster who wants to kill everything. Yeah, that was the demon part. Yeah. So I'm like, anytime we we get to split people, and I'm like, ooh, I want to see what the other half of Malos looks like now. Yeah, Malos. I I love how just unapologetically like. A dick he is. Yeah. Oh yeah. But did you see by the way too? Uh, the the voice actor for Malos, who I think is gay or either bi or gay in real life, they were asking him uh, like, oh like you know, do you think Mal- Malos had like any feelings for Jin or like any of that? And dude goes, I mean, I tr- I try to you know put myself into a lot of my characters, so probably yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I was like, after after that, putting that into context of Xenoblade Two, I was like, yeah, no, understandable why Malos would be is. How he is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He just wanted that Namora character dick. Yeah, but anyway, just, you know, to get us off of that. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> it's it's good. Play it before Zelda comes out, like I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, by, by the time this comes three out. Days, yeah. Three days. Oh, well, when this comes out, it'll be It'll out. be too late. I'm sorry, I couldn't get to you in time. <laughs> I I'll probably finish Xeno three by like, within the next two days, I think. You're or I'm looking better, buddy. I have to, I know, but you're um, gonna finish Xenoblade three in the next couple days. He's, have, uh, he's very I close. Have, like, two chapters left. When did did you start playing? We've did been you, talking yeah, about what this. The fuck? You just I, don't listen. <laughs> when I started hearing it, I was like. Zone out. <laughs> he goes JRPG, got it. Rex, Matt, Pyra, Mithra. Yeah, I've been playing. I, I like. I think it was what, what. It was the the day that got announced. We, it was the day that the the, the trailer, trailer came, came out, out yeah. which was like a week before the expansion. You were like, "Shit, I gotta play." Yeah, I was like, "I fuck, I got to finish this." Which is exactly what I said would happen months ago. Yeah. Um, but you know, I started playing it, and it's I've probably been playing for what two weeks, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, hey. I've been playing it for two weeks, and then I took a break with Survivor and beat that, and then I started playing Xenoblade again. Gotcha. So yeah, I'm almost done with it, and then I'll pr- I probably won't play the DLC before Zelda. Yeah, at least beat three. And but then at go, least cool. you'll get the uh, <clears throat> the story in, yeah. and then I'm just ready to cry because already I'm like, you've told me like, yeah, chapter five. You're six, so seven. fucking close. Yeah. You're so close. I already, I'm already just like, part of me, even though I, even though you've told me like the ending. I'm just, I'm expecting, and don't tell me shit, I'm expecting Mio to die, and somehow, with because it's weird multiverse bullshit, she comes back, because they gotta be like, ah, let's really just hammer it home. After they learned about what life could be like, take one away. That's what I'm expecting. And Or, I'm expect because I already know who N is. 
that even before I got spoiled, whenever you see him in the throne room, you're like, that that's just Noah. After you start hearing about the prison, start to feel anticipation and worry. Oh boy. Because <laughs> it's coming. Um by the way, did I can you this is slightly off topic, but can you get uh who was Ethel's rival? Kamaravi? Yeah, can you get him as a hero? He's like the last one you okay. can possibly get. Okay, because I, I remember seeing like an outfit. I'm like, that's Kamaravi's outfit. Yeah. And I was like, didn't he? Didn't the motherfucker die? Yeah, so, but okay. you know how it goes. Yeah, rebirth. Uh, cool. Death and rebirth. Yeah. Evangelion. That was cool to see where they're like, yeah, by the way, y'all just get rebirthed in these pods. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not technically real people, so... And I was like, damn. <laughs> I cannot wait, because I've already seen the... the uh, the fucking meme of like just uni being uni and she talks to, I'm assuming the guy we go rescue in this next part which is the prison part uh, and I think it's like the blonde dude with the beard right uh, what's his name the the guy who's like super like he kind of talks like this and he's, he's like I think you're a warrior I think I'm, I have no context for him but he's a hero I guess but uni like asks him because she realizes that like he has a wife and she's like y'all got babies Y'all got any babies? Oh, in the in the city? Yeah, I don't know that guy yet, but I don't know. I, I, I liked it. I liked it. The the scene with uh with them seeing the child for the first time was like legitimately the most wholesome shit. Yeah, it like Tyon getting super excited was like what shocked me the most. I was like, oh my gosh! It really hit me that scene. It was so cool, and then and then it made me sad because I'm like, Mio's got like what a month, maybe less left, and she gets to experience all this, and now she's about to die. Shit. You'll see, brother. God dang it. I don't want to cry, all right? You will. I know. Does uh does Tears of the Kingdom come out this Saturday or is it like the it's Friday? Friday. Oh, Friday? Alright. I got it shipped to my parents' house, so I'm gonna have to leave work and then drive home and then drive here. I think it's just at GameStop, so I'll just probably pick it up on a, on my break. Well, I ordered it from GameStop so that I could get the amiibo uh, like with the same box. So oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'd have the amiibo pickup as well. God dang it. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, sweet. You been doing anything else besides Xenoblade? Uh, not much. Uh, I played a little bit of Jedi. Mostly, I started my own playthrough, got up to Grease's Greasy Cantoon, and then, however the fuck you say that word, and then, uh, got to that part, and then I came in here to play the other day, and Matt was like, just play on my profile. I was like, okay. So then I played Matt's for a bit. Saw Marin again. We got to the point where you get the gun, and then that's where I stopped off. Oh, yeah. And we watched Andor. Yeah, we all watched Andor, which was great. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it. Addendum. Andor is the best Star Wars show. I'm glad that we we got to that, that that it, and it lived up to the hype that I was kept on talking to about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we binge. We watched like we watched because we, we started. We watched the first like four, like four one night, and then yeah, we four, finished it four out through twelve. Yeah, we did four through twelve in one night, and yeah, it was like it was like, min, like it was like midnight or one eight hours. It was, yeah, it was like one thirty or whatever by the time like we were done, and and, and yeah, the second the credits rolled, we're all just like, whoa. So yeah, Andor Andor's fucking amazing. Yeah, I can't wait for Andor season two. I really hope that you're that you're correct and that it's gonna get four seasons because I know, I know like what is it Disney has been going off about how we're gonna focus more on quality instead of quantity. But it's the best quality that they've ever come out with. 
I'm just saying in general, if, like from everything yeah. Disney Plus related, everything movie related, like they're gonna try to like, like with especially with Disney Plus, it's like we can't have like 17 Marvel shows in one year. We can't have like like they're gonna like push back a bit in how in how much they put out. And I was like, I hope Andor is not touched by that, and that it gets whatever whatever the director and writers originally wanted to do. That's what they want to do. That's what happens. Whatever story they want to tell, that's what we get. Yeah. And I just I just want the last scene to be him in the alley, and there's Jen or so and the whole thing, whatever. Well, I love that he, they <clears throat> already start to establish a, re- a relationship between him and the K the KT droids, the big the big security. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. The KO what? the. Security droids. Yeah, the security know. droids that they already established a relationship with them. Yeah, and that you're like, oh, he's gonna have his like a best friend is one of those droids, and he's real sassy. I, I, yeah, I didn't really think about that. That like they have a lot more they can establish for Andor, because yeah, Rogue One is technically Jin's Jin Erso's movie. Yeah, but after after Andor. Andor's over, we're gonna get so much more out of Rogue One rewatching it. It's, oh man, just the last episode was so. I wonder if her father will show up in Andor. Oh yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, we already because we get. Well, yeah, because what was his? We got um, he, what's his face? Didn't he make the Death Star? Yeah, it was his. He made the Death Star plans, right? Or he was part of the Death Star like creation. Yeah, he right? he was part of the team that made the the schematic. I mean, he was like the head of 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 it essentially. And yeah. then he he decided I don't want to do this no more. What did he name like the project file like Starlight or Butterfly? The or Star War. The Star War, the this, Star War, no. a Rogue One story. But at the end, like, because Luke was like, "Oh man, I uh, do you know? Jin. Can we find out what they're building?" And I was like, "Yes." And I can't believe it didn't cross your mind. It it was in my head the whole time, but I was like, "What part of the Death Star could that be?" It looks like hydraulics or something. But then it's like plates for the dish. Oh, yeah, that's what got me because I was I was in my head. I'm like. Death I Star- forgot Death it was Star- an end credit scene, so then it starts playing, and I was like, "Where's the scene?" And I forgot it's after the credits. So then I start skipping forward, and they I, cut it out, and I yell, I yell at Luke, "Close your eyes, close your eyes!" And they, they did immediately, and I went back, and I was like, "Okay, okay, just gotta double check that it's here and not." The thing I I, I had this thought after watching Andor because like I in the drive home, I'm just thinking all about Andor, but then I thought about like what else could use this touch for Star Wars, and I'm like, man. They've officially canonized, like, that the Old Republic happened. I want, like, this tone. Like, the darker, it, more, quote-unquote, realistic of, like... I think I want why we loved be... Andor is its espionage. And I know we all really yeah, like... And it's different from everything else. Yeah. Well, and I say, I say, like, darker tone for sure, but... I, I th- well, not, not... I say less so in the genre point, but more so in, like, the writing, how they treat characters like real people. Mm-hmm. Like, this, the one thing, like, I've been reading a lot of High Republic stuff, like, they're on their Phase 2 shit, and they're, it's, like, all, like for lack of a better word it's like a high fantasy in star wars so all of the jedi are like these pretty much like high I mean, elves like haughty yeah i was gonna say it's pretty much the hot like old republic is all just like kingdom well, of the well, elves old republic yeah, well old Paladin republic shit. is like dark dark fantasy where it's like all it's meant to be like i mean that fool in jedi just looks like a dark elf yeah yeah but like well the one thing i i, I want because like even like with some of the other stuff they've been doing like even like mandalorian like it's like oh it's a western but like it's still kind of that fantastical kind of feeling to it Andor felt real as much as it's like you oh this is a sci-fi show there's about so space many shit, little details that it, they do it felt like that was 100% so good. every character felt human and like felt 
Like, like I, like I, I knew, like I could see Andor going from like I'm, I do not want to fight the Empire. Like this shit, this is awful. I, I would rather just survive. To the end where he's like, fuck these guys. And like, it seeing- also like felt the closest to like being on the level of legend stuff to me. Yeah. Because it's so different from everything else, but it still slots perfectly into that universe. Like it's, it's perfect. I, I Diego Luna, uh, Skarsgård, um, the Petunia, kill it. Uh, whoever plays Merva, uh, Minerva. Yeah. Or not Minerva. Minerva McGonagall. <laughs> uh, Mon Mothma. No, Merva. Just Mer. Yeah, Merva. Uh, oh, the the, 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 yeah, the mother. Yeah, Marva. Marva, and then Andy Circus. Andy Circus fucking killed it. It was Andy Circus was the best part of that show. For yes, me. I agree. He it that prison. I could watch the prison, prison arc is so. Funny. How many guards are on each floor? <laughs> I lo- I love where he's, he's like. He's like I'm not answering that. He's like I'm not. And then finally, and then and right after that. the old guy, di- oh the old guy dies, and he's like, no one's getting out of here. He's like, how many? How, how many, many on this guards are on floor twelve? And you're like, oh, and then oh, just it's cut. on. Oh, oh that's so shit. good. I, I, I hope to God that he comes back. Well, did you see? Do you see? Uh, someone, someone like took a picture of Andy Serkis. He was holding a life raft, <laughs> and just going like, ah, <laughs> like. I mean, shit. He after they get to the pirates, it could have been like, we got to circle back to the prison real quick. Well, even yeah. even Pick then, up my boy. Even then, I don't care. You can people after Darth Maul. If I don't see, a, and even then, if I see a dead yeah, body, it's true, it's true. If it's not every piece of the body gets individually exploded, that motherfucker's alive. If they're not on a pyre lit on fire, they're alive. Yep. If if they don't make a big emotional beat about how them dying, right? Like Darth Maul dying in Rebels, I'm like, yep, he's dead. But that's like, why I thought Luke Skywalker was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but like, damn, dude, like Andor was so good. And I think again, another thing I like is that it's not like as much as I want to see like more Jedi and Sith shit. I like that there wasn't that. Oh, I, that's like my favorite part. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just people crawling around in the fucking dirt trying to get up. It, it puts into perspective like when you when you realize like oh yeah the Jedi's are the heroes and you're like yeah but what about everyone else who well, has to deal with the regular bullshit of the galaxy? That that speech from Skarsgård really drove that home. That was so fucking hard hitting. He's like I've sacrificed everything and no one will ever know my name. He's like. I like I fight for like a like a sunrise that I will never see, and I was like, oh my gosh. Well, and then like playing Survivor, and then like the, with this too, I'm like, I'm literally like playing as Cal, doing all this cool shit, and like, and I'm like, damn, imagine if Cal was helping out with you know helping out some of the, like the actual like he's yeah sure he's fighting with Saul Guerrero kinda, but like instead he's like, yo, this Jedi planet called Tantalor, like I'm oh, fuck, and, and then it's like, I bet you the rebels are like. Fuck Tantalor, the Empire's right the fuck here. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's like, because when we watch something like Mandalorian or any other, there's like high mo, you know, like like you know, big moments in each ones that are like really memorable. I think the but big difference. None of them have like the depth that the big moments. Like even when we're watching and they're escaping, they're escaping like out of the after the heist, and and then you're the, the our favorite little dude. Has oh my god that hurt me physically <laughs> and the, that cart oh. that slams into his chest and he's like I can't feel my legs. <laughs> BJ's mouth was on the floor. The okay. sound it made Oof. still haunts me. Dude, and then and then at the end where he, the other guy who's uh, from the bear was like, 
Like, yeah, I made all that shit up about my brother. Like, it that was the most, exist. that was the most satisfying. Fuck you, yeah. shot. <laughs> I was screaming, shoot him <laughs> at the TV, and Andor fucking did it. I was you, so hyped. Yeah, like all these little things that you just, all these high moments are so. You know, it's it's different than like, oh, you get to see the like the the Naboo fighter. I think that's know? the or, I think that's the thing with Andor versus everything else. In the Mandalorian, the highs are high and the lows are like, okay, there's about to be another high moment. In Andor, the highs are high and the lows are so fucking low. It's so goddamn good. And, and, but they're like, and the highs are like deep and it's not just surface level like oh this is just yeah like a oh fan. it's a lightsaber yeah like a fan it's like, back. Well, like we're the only, taking the back only our time, freedom yeah the only time we got like the big hype like lore moment was the death star and that was a post-credit scene of the last episode everything else was like this is this story fuck the rest of the yeah, galaxy it's so good marva's funeral also so I, fucking good and the homie carrying her brick her funeral brick and, then, and the Empire starts storming him, and he immediately smashes it in the face of one of those people. That was what she, that's exactly oh, what she would have wanted. It was wanted. so sad when she, they were like, what was she doing? She fell. She was like, she, she was trying to unplug the pipe so that she could let the rebels in. I was like, that's so depressing. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then she's dying. And then, you know, like Star Wars, they always like, their like thing is they're like, in every movie, we're going to add a little droid that's really fun and memorable. And, and they gave be so much good personality. Yeah. Like, first of all, be, he's a talking be, droid, which is which is good, but if you overdo a talking droid, he just becomes annoying. B is if a dog could talk. Yeah. And like uh, every, the, everything, little, the little stutter. B- 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 yeah. The stutter made me really fucking sad. I really liked all of the, the complex relationships in this one because not, not a single person had a healthy... Like relationship. I mean, not completely healthy. There was well, always yeah, but like, like, but like everyone from like Mon Mothma's arranged marriage to this this fuck, and then her like her and her daughter being on the outs. Yeah, it's a two squib kind of night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have um, I cannot remember her name, but like the main rebel girl, and then her girlfriend, where she she's like, I I just well, want to like, Vell. She's Mon Mothma's cousin. Well, yeah, yeah, Mon Mothma's cousin. So there's that, but then you also have she's like, look, can you like you step away from the window? She's like, look, the mission comes first. Vel, you and I come second. Yeah, Vel. There are a Vel. couple characters in this show that I legitimately hate. Vel is one of them. Vel's girlfriend is the fucking goat. Vel's girlfriend of her. Bro, that fucking like stab, like where she's like, she like tricks the dude and he's like, where are you going? She's, yeah, oh, she's God. been casing like Marvel's place for months. Tried to kill uh, Andor. Yeah, and then Vel comes back and she's like, don't you want to like cuddle for a minute? And she's like, I'm doing the mission. Yeah, and no. I'm like, yes, that's that's it. That's what you need to be doing. I'm, Fuck I'm, you, Vel. I'm well, I'm very interested in 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 Vel's per, like it in like her is, progression. It's totally against like the whole like romance between like Kylo Ren and Rey. Like it doesn't make any sense. You're fighting each other. Don't get like turned on about it. Like it's a complete antithesis. Where this person's like, I don't have time. I'm here to save the galaxy. Like you're just there if I have extra time. Like I actually don't care about you. Yeah, well, it's, like, not, it's the, not even it's not the, even that because the, the resistance I, comes first. Well, like the, they, they were saying, like it, it, it's less about that. Like I don't actually care. It's like she does, but she she told when they started that it's like, look, we can have whatever we want, and like I will be there after this if we are there. But like my my like her her first love is the resistance. Yeah, she and she's one hundred percent fine with with Vel. Like I'm I'm a like I bet you they have great sex. I bet you they have fun moments. Whatever. But, but just but the the I don't think they have fun moments. I don't think they have a lot of happy fun time. I think it's like 
a break from well, a break from the death and well, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then they're like, all right, day. now I gotta go bomb this bunker. Yeah, or like kill somebody that we worked with because they know too much. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm very interested to see where that plot point goes because obviously. Andor was supposed to die, like they were gonna kill him, and then now he's on the team again. But as Andor, not as like, Jeff, whatever the fuck he called himself earlier, Clem, 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 and we get to Clem learn what, who Clem was, dude. That shit was so good because they and it, the, what's again, great is it's, complex it was a relationships, really uh, like a, maybe like five or six episodes between where it's like I think episode four is the last time you get a flashback from Cassian on his original planet where mm-hmm. him and Marva because that's when they pick him up yes. and then from and there then on you're it's you're like you have no clue and then he calls himself Clem they don't tell you anything in like the last two episodes you he gets a flashback of Clem like that flashback also hit really hard oh where he's God. like purifying those things and realkalizing the metal or whatever the fuck yeah and he's like you know a lot of people would just step right over these in the dirt but not us we see them for what they could be. Mm. And again, they, it's another. Andor had so many good ones. Like even in just like normal dialogue, best writing in Star Wars. Even normal dialogue, there's like down. they have these comebacks. Where we're like, oh shit. Yeah. Imagine this is the thing is it's all of these complex. Oh yeah, that one comeback where Andor's like, don't use me as your reason to fear fighting or whatever. Yeah, he's like, like you're afraid, and he's like, yeah, I'm afraid, but like. Like, don't use me as your scapegoat for yeah, as your, whatever. Yeah, as your excuse. Don't use me as your excuse to not want to do this. Every every character, like, bring back, like, the character relationships. Just take two characters in the show, and you can already give... You, you can already look at them and go, look at how complex this is, versus, like, even in, like, the fucking, like, Attack of the Clones. Well, all right, so what, what is Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship? Master Apprentice. That's all you well, get, that whole movie. Then, you know, Clone Wars does the thing, but, like, even, brothers, yeah. even in, like, even in the original trilogy... You look at a new hope and it's 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 very simple and effective, but you're like, oh yeah, Luke's the hero, what? Han's the Han's the like kind of you know in, out for himself kind of guy. What like all this stuff. The second you start Andor, they just start you with like, I know their relationship. That that's that's based the thing on a with few Andor. Lines. Nobody in that show is just one thing. Yeah. What was uh, Skarsgård's character name? Um, Luthen. Luthen. Luthen, yeah. Bro, Dude. no, okay, wait. <laughs> the fucking, his fucking ship That's dog? That's what I was about to talk. His yeah. fucking ship Dude, I was, dog? I was saying, like, in Mandalorian, we get, like, oh, Boba Fett uses, like, his slave one, like, bombs again. You and mean then, the fire spit? Yeah, and then we get to use, like, oh, in, in Mandalorian, again, we he get gets to the Naboo, Naboo speeder later. He and has we're, like, the, the it razor does crest. not compare. Dude, this shit is fire. That like I oh. they build it up so well because he gets he gets tractor beamed and then he like talks to his little droid. And he's yeah, like, it's basically a routine traffic stop while he's got and like, he's like cocaine on board. Yeah, and he's like, okay, like, 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 find out the tractor beam level. Okay, prepare countermeasures, and then you see it like loading. And it cuts back and forth, back and forth, and then he and he says like fire countermeasures, and then the the hood pops up and goes. And it fucking ruins their little satellite the dish. Beam. And then he boosts off. And the guy's like, fire, get the TIE fighters out of there. He uses his turret, kills two of them, including the bomber, which was great seeing a TIE bomber in there. Yeah. And then turns back around and the laser comes out both sides. And he just does he fucking just barrel rolls and kills them instantly. So that, that was another moment off. where me and BJ audibly were like, holy shit. I couldn't show that. I wanted to show that to you guys so badly. After I was like, I can't. They'll they'll see it when they'll see it when they watch it. They'll see it. Th- this is definitely it. a show that I'm glad that I forgot which uh, which speeches you made me see because I'm like, 
in my head, I'm like, he showed me a speech, but I don't remember what it was. And I'm so glad I didn't, because every every everything I saw from the show was like fresh off the dome. Like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, yeah. It God, Andor was so good. Yeah. It makes me it makes me happy because like apparently, do uh, you know about that show Skeleton Crew, which is supposed to be like uh, the Star Wars version of like the Goonies, where it's like, uh, I don't I don't know like it's got a who's the guy who plays another Harry Potter actor who plays a Ma- Malfoy's dad, like the the adult yeah. Malfoy. Apparently, he's in the show as like one of the leads, but it's like the writers of the show were saying like, yeah, we wanted to kind of take like. The Goonies approach, but also like we we took some stuff from Andor where it's like, look, these are all characters, first and foremost, like they're people. We don't just want to write like funny caricatures that are going to be kind of goofy and weird. We also want it to be real and whatnot. And I'm hoping with how much people are gassing Andor up, that you know maybe Disney Star Wars gets their shit together and goes, all right, so uh, so more more real shit. We want it to like be well written, yeah. all this stuff because like. The sad thing though is I feel like I didn't I haven't seen as much when like Andor was coming out as much hype for it than like well, yeah, Mandalorian episodes. It's Mandalorian is all unwritten, but with Andor it's like, okay, well he's in Rogue One and then he dies. So from a from an outsider perspective, it's like, okay, well yeah, I don't have to watch this. And that's how I felt about it before watching it. But now I'm in a post-Andor world, and everything is different. <laughs> everything sucks. Well, and also, Mandalorian is hype. Like, like remember the se- season two? It's like, oh, fucking Luke Skywalker. This one is like, yo, shit, we're going to Mandalore. Like, they're all... It's like anything that could get a Star Wars lore nerd to nut, they're throwing it at, at, uh, at Mandalorian. Whereas Andor is like, this is about a very small, yeah, probably just, not I'm super saying, lore relevant... That it didn't, so I'm worried that I mean, about, it, it just, about it getting more seasons. I, I mean, mean I think they're gonna finish it out, no matter what, because whoever keep this wasn't the writer like a Tim something. Uh, he it's the writer. The writer was it the same. Names as the, director. the worst character after himself. Yeah. <laughs> that was another anyway, character. Where we're like, yeah, fuck that fuck guy. Tim. I couldn't even hold it in. Like spoiler, I was like, he's a fucking rat bastard. You know, I mean, yeah. I could tell like right off the all, bat. All, all it took was him being like. I don't like how my girl looks at Andor. I'm gonna snitch on him. He had a little bit too much to drink, Dude, and immediately just was poor, like, "Hey, what was her name?" Bix. Poor Bix. Bix. Oh my god. You're like, oh, fucking... like I hope Bix. Like, and I was like, it's so. It gets so bad for Bix. It's so terrible. I like that. That's, she gets that, maybe the worst okay, of it. We didn't even talk about the fucking Empire plot of this. We have the the main evil bitch uh-huh. who. Honestly, great character. I love. So I, I love. Like again, hate her, but I love how much I hate her yeah. because I hate that little simp ass bitch him, boy. Him, his whole arc of this show was like. Oh, and at the oh, end when he saves her and they like have this weird romantic. That's the only part I didn't like. I know. Andor. You know what? You know that was so no, fucking cringe to me. No, honestly, I love how cringe it was because I want it to be cringe as shit in the in the, in the season two, but only from his perspective. Like she's she's kind of like I'm over this already. But he's like, like, like a fucking puppy dog. I do like how like, crazy he is. Yeah, well, he like yeah. he he took that like he he because they're they're not adding like a crazy like oh he's just a crazy Sith Lord that wants to kill everybody. He, they're making him like an actual like psychopath, and I like that. Well, it's, character. it's a psychopath because at first you feel a little bad for him because he's like damn 
Like he didn't. He literally was just doing his job. Like granted, he's he works a little for the, obsessed <clears throat> with his job. Well, no, yeah, but yeah. like, but it, it turns into like, like especially when you meet his mom and, and how she acts to him, and be like, damn, I hate going back to that too. But like, <laughs> uh, you, then he's like, he has to go work in a fucking cubicle, mm-hmm. and it's like, and then he's just like. Man, fuck Andor! Like he ruined my life. Like I, I want him to burn. And so he starts like searching for stuff, putting in anonymous tips, and then he then puts he in twelve of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, she calls him. And then he's like, like "She says I, do, I didn't include the one from this morning." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Andor is good. His care. I cannot wait to see his care because honestly, what I want to happen is. Oh, I can't wait to see Cassian and Luthen like start to get in into it on some more yeah. stuff. I I want to see because Cassian because in Andor, or no, sorry, in Rogue One, Andor's like not legendary, but like he's like yeah, this guy's. He's, like, he's like one of the rebels. Yeah, and I want to see him because right now it's like that's why he was like, and he, I loved now looking back to it, and, and as Cassian was like, I'm not about. To help, what's a uh, uh, Jen Erso? Is that her name? No, the the main one from uh, Rogue One. Yeah, Jen, yeah, Urso. Jen, Jen Urso. Urso. Like he's like, I'm not like, I don't think she should be a part of this. Like, and which is like, now you understand. <laughs> like you're getting the other perspective of everyone's like, we do not need Cassian in here. It complicates everything. He could ruin everything. Now we have to kill him. And you're like seeing the other side of Jen Erso. Like, no, this isn't gonna work. Like, I do not want to have her around. I don't want to sh- like. Be, you know, like babysit her, like no, and yeah. it, it just all adds up. It's so good. And season one of Andor is all about like, okay, I'll do this one score, and then I'll have a good life for me and my family. And then the whole rest of the plot is like, you can never have a good life with your family as long as these people are in charge. And he's like slowly realizing that it's mm-hmm. so fucking perfect. I the this is why the prison arc is so good. Prison arc's so because, good because the intro to it is him is on the beach is with him like getting a babe. arrested. For nothing, and getting six years for stepping on the beach. The, he, ooh, she was like, ooh, "This ooh. is normally like a four month sentence," and you're like, "Okay." And then, and then before, she just, then she just goes, you're like, six years, six. Oh, and yeah. You're like what? <laughs> and then he's in this, and then the prison thing. He's like, "All right, well, you know." And, you, and it's you, such a brilliant you writing. Tell. Whoever came up with the idea of like, well, let's make it prison, and then but everyone's barefoot. And then they get electrocuted, and they then they have to build something. The uh, fucking joke. It, it was like fucking, fucking Star Wars Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah, like it was so fucking fucked. incredible. Ever came I, up. With I, I love I love our jokes we kept making. It's oh, like yeah. <laughs> release them piggies, boys. The piggies. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of people with foot fetishes. <laughs> that that oh the prison break was great. The fucking like the lead up to it because like we just mentioned like Andy Circus is stellar. Honestly, like. That I, I had time to think of it, but like, yeah, like the fact that our protagonist is like not even in the top three characters for me of like, like of how much I love them is like insane to me. Where it's like you have fucking at my brain stop circus Andy Circus as like top tier. Uh-huh. Well, that's why Luthen as number two for me, and then, and then yeah, Mothma is... is great. And then I'm like, and yeah, Andor's just like Andor is literally like the icing on top of the cake. Where I'm like, he's great too. Well, that's that's the thing with the name of the show. They could have just called it fucking Dawn of the Resistance or whatever. But this is the story of how Andor becomes the character that he is. It's also, yeah, it's, it's the it's supporting also, character cast like lift him up for sure. I, yeah. I'm very interested too because they're using this also to kind of fill in the cracks of Mon Mothma. I'm very excited. To she see looks. Her. She looks. Uh, 
whoever is playing her looks very, very close to like a yeah. younger version of the original actress. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like related. Did you, by the way, did you see the the actor they got to play Luke Skywalker before they did all the deep fakes and whatnot? No. He looks just like a younger Luke Skywalker. And I'm like, why the fuck did you not just use him then? Yeah. Why do you need to spend the probably millions of dollars to do this fucking... That's, that's why they yeah. can't do much with him is because like you can't have Luke Skywalker do cool shit and also see his face <laughs> because they have to they have to deep fake him and then make his voice out of like this AI or, or just fucking do faked um who was the oh Tarkin yes yeah Tarkin was good but that Tarkin was, good... was just standing on a bridge for everything well, Tar- Tarkin so also was in in a multi million dollar budget movie. Versus what, because like, even though I think they get like a whole movie budget for their whole season, whereas they got, okay, we got to fill, we can film three hours of a movie, cut it down to two and a half maybe. Which was that's he what, in? That's the thing. Rogue One. He was in Rogue One. And in uh, New Hope. Just put in a new actor. Well, I, well, you and me talked about Sebastian Stan. Like, didn't Mark Hamill say, like, that's what I looked like? Yeah, he, get him. he's posted that comparison picture many, many times yeah. on his Instagram. Just do that, because, and I think, I guarantee Dude, you, Sebastian I bet Stan Disney's will be not trying to, not trying to. Mix their actors. What do you mean? Like take someone from Marvel, Marvel to Star, Star Wars. Wars. I mean, well, yeah, no, I, I, uh, fucking Vision. He was in Solo. He was the the main bad guy, the Crimson Dawn's. I guess you're whatever right. Whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I bet. I don't know. I bet there's true. so much I, stuff I, in I the works that I, we can't. We can't even. Yeah, we just have no idea. Yeah. I still think they should have just gotten an actor to play them instead of rely on deep fake. Because yeah, now you can't do much with Luke except. A book here and there. Maybe. We should all save up some money and go to that Star Wars land at Disney World and build lightsabers. Yeah, that actually two hundred bucks. So I don't. To... That's fine. And we need to find a Marriott that's close by so I can get my discount. Yep. <laughs> all right. Sounds be, good. I'd be Just so spend down. a weekend there. But yeah. So uh, I guess we should we should get into Mother's Day. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's not like I want to talk about what I did or anything. Nobody. I didn't talk about what I did. No, no I'm cool. fine with that. Yeah, it's cool. Well, you and me are different people, so. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Mother's Day. Beat Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) And played Xenoblade. You literally talked about what you did. But I wanted to go in depth, man. It's a podcast. I don't care. You did talk about you played Live Alive. Yeah. Before the podcast. Yeah. That wasn't on podcast. No, that was on the podcast. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. Oh, well, Matt played Live Live. (laughs) Matt played a turn-based RPG and liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That Weird. Yeah, Beat the Wild West. Mm Mm-hmm. That that alone makes me just be like, damn. Like, Live Live is a great game. <laughs> if, if Matt can enjoy it, yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. But yeah, really, yeah. So we all we all played a bunch of games. We all did stuff. Uh, but the topic of this is Mother's Day. So we 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 had this idea of like, all right, let's just all talk about in general mothers in like nerd video cultures, games. like video games, anime, comics, whatever we want to talk about. It could be even like TV shows that aren't necessarily nerdy. Whatever it is, just like. Just different mothers, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know where you, how you guys came from, but I, I took different aspects of like mothers. Like some of these are probably not very good mothers, but some of them are like really good moms. Um, but I also the idea too of like of not necessarily being a birth mother necessarily, but like raising someone. Because yeah. I, I want to go ahead and start this with the first, I think one of the first greatest moms in, in, in fiction is Aunt May in Spider-Man. Yeah. Because yeah. like, even though she's not his mother, she raised him with Uncle Ben. Like, obviously Uncle <clears throat> Ben's death is what pushed him to be Spider-Man. But 
we can even just look at the movies. Every Aunt May in those is just like she just wants the best for Peter. Mm-hmm. And whether it's um, the Raimi ones where she is literally just like kind of there to help him see himself without knowing he's Spider-Man, or in the Amazing Spider-Man duology where it's where she's like yelling at him because she's worried, like he's coming home beaten and like bloody and like she has no idea what's going on and all this stuff she's just worried and like you get to the the marvel the mcu version and like she like she's just trying to be like i don't know, like her in no way home was great yeah and like i love that that's the mcu equivalent to the uncle ben thing for his character where it's like we've all seen uncle ben go but what if yeah. he lost all of them and then like just in the comment the comics too like she just becomes like she is the rock for Peter. Like, yeah, he's got MJ and he can have Gwen. He can have like, uh, he also can be like the mentor to Miles. Like he has a lot of people in his life that care about him. But it's always Aunt May. Like anytime he's at his lowest, it's usually Aunt May is the one who can bring him back. Yep. And it's because, yeah, like that's, that's his mom, right? She raised him. She taught him a lot of his ideals. Like she's the one who keeps him on the right path a lot of times. Yeah, I think, I think she's great. Agree. That's a good point. Toriel from Undertale is another good mom. Undertale's uh, she's a great mom because of like what it means in the grand scheme of things for like the lore. Because it's like you realize about what's what's the kid's name? Asriel. Asriel. And and like kind of what what her, like because all she and I love what she does where she's like because at first it's like kind of creepy like why do you want me why do you want a kid to stay here like that's weird then you find out it's like if you go past these doors you're gonna die yeah like I'm trying to protect you and like she'd probably be super okay with you going back up to the surface just like don't leave like don't go into this world yeah and then like oh yeah all the stuff in Undertale like especially when you break down like what happened to Asriel her her split with Asgore just yeah. everything I, I Undertale's again you want to talk about good character writing yeah, Undertale's fucking got it in droves for like an eight-hour game. Yeah, that's actually... Yeah, I, I want to... The thing is, like, it's hard to go back and replay, though. Because, like, once you know the twists and, like, the turns... See, you're just the, like, yeah. the thing with me is that I tried to play Undertale when it was still very new on my old laptop. And for some reason, every time I would get up to um, a certain point in the game, it would just delete my save. Mm. And it did that twice in a row, and then I hadn't gone back to play it yet, even though I have the, the Switch edition... So I, I know the bullet points of stuff that happens, but I haven't experienced all of it for myself I, yet. I'd say go for it. Like, I honestly, want to. Just, just at some point, obviously we got Tears of the Kingdom. Since you're probably not, not going to play Final Fantasy 16 until it probably hits Steam Deck, I'd say yeah. just go for it around after Tears of the Kingdom. Because it's yeah, a really good game. But that'll be like 200 hours for me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, What's one you got, Matt? I have a couple. Uh, recently, one that's been uh, fun and... Haven't watched all the way through or read through, but um, a recent recent addition into Good Moms has been your uh, Forger. Oh yeah, yeah, she's a great mom. She's a great mom. That was an really assassin, but you know we can we can look I mean, past she her. She protects Anya. Yeah, no, again, kicks ass. She she is a great mother. You can question the morality of her job aside. When Anya is in trouble, she is like all like it goes mama bear mode. Type yeah. Shit. No, that that's a great show, choice. That whole I mean, Carmen, I, I'm Carmen keeps on wanting to watch it again. I, which I'm super down to, but we started with the the dub, and Hulu hasn't caught up at all. Is it on Crunchyroll? Oh, it it's be. probably like timed dub on Crunchyroll. Yeah. 
uh, typically the dub for Hulu will drop after it's all done. Yeah, so I brought, I can probably just start watching sub, which I'm fine with. Uh, but it just was it would be an interesting transition because actually the dub is really good. I dub a, lo- amazing. a lot of anime nowadays, hidden stellar dubs. I I still hold to this day that my hero dub is better than sub. Uh, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. That's a good. She's a good mom. Oh, Eve, uh, Inko. Yeah, ex- Inko's except, a great mom. Except for the fact when she says like, "I'm really sorry that you don't have any powers," and it fucks him up. Yeah. Well, I think. But that, I mean, what else was she gonna do yeah, in that like, moment? It, it it's that thing of like, and especially as a parent, like the fact that she cared that much. Because imagine if she was like a shit mom, she'd be like, "Well, what are you what are you gonna do?" But also, move on. But like, she she felt his pain and felt his trauma with it. Right. But without her, I don't think Deku would have kept his dream the long time that he did to the point where he met All Might and did become a hero. Yeah. Like without his mom, he wouldn't have had anybody else. That yeah. that scene where they're playing like hero and she's like, help, I'm in trouble. And like, she's like Deku. under a blanket yeah. and he just throws the door open. And He's like, onesie. I am here. <laughs> I don't think adorable. Matt's seen that part yet. It's a, it's a small flashback. I've it's, seen, yeah. seen a, enough to think, wow, she's a, I mean, when at any time, like in the tournament arc, she's like sobbing. <laughs> yeah, because she's like legitimately like, oh my gosh, my baby boy. Yeah, his arms are broken again. What up? Bakugo's got a pretty good mom for ba- the couple ba- of scenes that ba- she shows up in. She's great because it's literally if Bakugo wasn't, so, didn't have such a stick up his ass. Yeah. That's what she is. She's, she's cocky, she, but she's still Really? Like, I don't think I've ever you, seen. You haven't met her yet. Yeah. Bakugo's dad is like a really meek, like nerdy guy. And she's like the boastful, like, you know, like, like the, the personality. in the world. Really? Yeah. It's, it, she, it's literally if Bakugo wasn't an asshole. It was just kind of fun. Bakugo was literally Boruto. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Hinata, another yeah. good mom. Great mother. Boruto's just Do you shit think son. Sakura is a better mom than... Uh... No, because the whole first arc of Boruto is about <laughs> Sakura lying to her daughter for the first <laughs> ten years of her life. <laughs> I, so it's settled. I, man, fuck. fuck Sakura's entire... not good at anything, okay? Dude, I, I honestly... I'm gonna be honest. This is this is mainly my gripe with Kishimoto. He just doesn't know how to write women. Like every girl in that show, like the I, I don't know because the second you give them a good character arc or whatever, then it's because he goes, "All right, so we're done with them. Now back to the men." <laughs> Tamari's pretty solid. I was gonna say that's the the girl with the big fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Tamari's Tam- awesome. Tamari's solid, but like even like she's the exception. Like Tsunade is cool, but then every time like, but Tsunade's also kind of a joke. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. every time you get a cool moment, it's immediately undercut. Anytime Sakura gets any character development, they have to then the only time Sakura was Naruto, good, she was being controlled as a puppet. <laughs> any anytime Sakura gets any character development, they have to they have to regress it because well Naruto and Sasuke are back in the spotlight again, and so we need them. Like whatever. Well, since we're already on on the track with anime, I was thinking of uh, a couple. Um, uh, women that uh, are, are 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 motherly figures uh, to a couple couple of boys. Uh, Pinaco Rockbell uh, yep. is grandma to Winry, and uh, it's pretty much the mother figure to the the. I'd say though it's shared with Azumi, their sensei. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she like Pinaco. Pinaco is not like. Is like loving side of parenting, but then like Zumi's like, let me teach you about like loving through discipline. Yeah, Yeah. it's almost like the dad. To be fair, honestly, yeah, yeah, I, I I definitely get that. 
Um, I mean, Izumi and her husband are fucking goals. Uh, it, it, and once, once you like, because in the first couple episodes, like, and they do the flashbacks to them like training on the island. <laughs> I can think of another character from that show that we need to add to our Father's Day episode. I mean, there's plenty. Yeah, but there's one in particular that never shuts the fuck up about being a dad. <laughs> Until he dies. <laughs> and then he's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> True. I I want to rewatch Full Metal again. Like, Do it. I, I, I've seen to. it like five times. Yeah. It's so good. It Yeah, I want to rewatch that. That Speak- one song from Full Metal... That like they always play with a little chanting when they're mm. explaining some big lore shit. Uh-huh. You can put that into anything, and I'll get hype about it. Yeah, it's like the the where you start to learn like about. Uh, I keep on forgetting her name. Azumi's like that she can't have a kid, <laughs> and she's always coughing up blood. And then the big burly husband's like just always like coddling her. It's just so sweet, God. so good. Um, another another. Uh... Say if we want to stick to the anime route, I think this is where you can start getting into like the the shit mothers. Because like, how many how many anime protagonists are like, yeah, my mom's dead, or like, yeah, like my parents are gone, and it starts the thing, or like, everybody in Iron Blooded Orphans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so we haven't seen uh, too much of it, but what would you say about Suleta's mom in uh, Witch from Mercury? Of what we know so far, would you say good mother or or uh, not possible to, to tell? Yeah, we don't even have to mention her <laughs> in the grand scheme of theme, things. Right now, we don't even. Have I'm, to I'm very, her. I'm very interested to see where that that shit goes. But uh, it's so funny how we've been like just calling people uh, and like all the times during Ando, we're like Mikazuki, yeah. Mikazuki him. <laughs> Yeah, cause uh, oh, dude, when Andor, uh, we we won't talk about it. when he shoots the guy when he's just on the ground and just point blank. That was a straight up Mikazuki we've classic. Never, I don't think we've ever seen that in Star Wars of just like a point blank, point blank execution. No, no, uh, not, not yet. Not in not in Star Wars like cutscene wise, but like in gameplay. There's sure. a, there's in in Jedi Survivor. There's one. Dude, I my love favorite all the my all the. Fucking favorite is like how will like wrestle a dude like push him against like push him with like the, like the lightsaber hilt and then just like unload two right into his chest and I was, I was like they stole that oh from my gosh Ishin. probably yeah but uh it yeah no some speaking of, those, of good moms uh what, what's her actual name in Yakuza uh Yumi Yumi, Yumi. yes. You don't know this yet. No, uh, I do. I know it. <laughs> I had to basically run yeah. down the plot for Matt to explain why I was sad about Six one okay, time. Fair. It was when you weren't here. Yeah. Which I also then heard the whole plot of Xenoblade. Yeah. Right. We were in the car for this one. Nice. But Yumi you... sacrificed fucking everything for her daughter, even her life. I I would love to see an alternate what if she survived and they just like fucked off and like live happily ever after because like that's all I want. They would have been at this point. her and Kiryu running the orphanage. I I would love, because we kind of, I didn't want to say too much before the podcast, but I would love to see more, like, a, a video game about, like, a mom trying to get their kid back, and in, like, the style of... Fallout of, 4? Well, I, I was thinking of... Uh, Heavy rain, but it's the mom. <laughs> well, I was thinking more, like, the style of Last of Us, where it's, you know, sneaking around, like, not using... Like a bunch of like physical force, but just like sneaking and then like killing off people. I think that would be dope. It it 
I mean, it's not mother and 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 child, but Plague Tale. Yeah, it's, that's it's, true. It's, uh, brother and sister, mm-hmm. and it's that same vibe where it's yeah. and, uh, the new one has more aggressive moments, but like even then, it's still like but something brutal that gets like yeah. some good action. I was like, let's get some a badass mom just. I mean, mama if, bear. Action. You you want some badass mom? Honestly, just play as a female in Fallout Four and pick every sarcastic option when it hits, and then you're just an absolute <laughs> asshole. And then fuck it. I don't know. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> Fallout Four has some of the best sarcasm. I love I I love hearing the. I also love that when you bullshit. skip dialogue, you he goes uh huh uh huh, yep. and then it just he's like and then the the characters react like uh okay. I would love I don't I I would love if a game had that meta bullshit where if you start skipping dialogue <laughs> or skipping cutscenes, the game won't tell you where to go next. It's like, well, you didn't care obviously, so go figure it out, I guess. Yeah, like start doing that meta shit, and then like people around you start reacting, going, "Why am I telling you this? You don't give a fuck." Like, I'd love to see that. Ruin your playthrough. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> terrible. And you, you try to, to go back to talk to him, and they're like, what do you want? Th- I don't want to speak to you. <laughs> I, don't, I, 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 saw, I saw that on Twitter, and, and like that idea, and then like someone... Like, a hundred s- hours later, you finally find the check, like, the, the, the objection. <laughs> the first plot point. The objection. You're like, I, some, oh someone mentioned that, like, concept on Twitter, and the first comment was, damn, Hideo Kojima just nutted when you when made this. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that actually would be a really cool. But, uh... I don't know other other moms like obviously we're talking a lot of really good mothers but like would you say there's some like where you take that 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 idea of motherhood and twist it we we have we had this because it was on the list we created with Chat GPT but well, like mother Miranda. both mother Miranda and Lady Dimitrescu are both they would consider themselves good mothers yeah <laughs> not very good though true yeah especially because I think I don't I need to like look heavy into that lore but I don't think Resident Evil has a single good mom in it. No, because Sherry's mom is terrible. Yeah, Mia is not very good as a character or a mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, fir- in the first game, it's just like, well, she just got kidnapped. And then you find out in the second game, it's like, no, that was a whole plan. She's part of, like, Still kidnapped. Yeah. And then, uh, just fucking... What is, uh... I was looking into this, but I... Aren't the Dimitrescu daughters, like, all just yeah, random just, girls? Like, flies. Well, no, they're, like, random women that got... that. Dimitri, because I guess Lady D wanted I daughters, she, and then yeah, she, she deemed them beautiful them. enough to be her daughters, and then injected them with the mold. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, she was she wanted to be a mom that bad. She just took three random women and was like, <laughs> "See, I'm a great mother. I gave them power." And like, these are the ones that lived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would love to see more Jack Baker, but I know they can't do that because I actually the Baker. I love Resident Evil Seven story because the Bakers are just tragic. Yeah, like like you, I mean, and, especially you play the uh, the prequel mission with Zoe. Yeah, they're just a nice family. Like, like they they like oh this little girl like she was hurt, and the dad hears a noise one night in the middle of a hurricane, and he runs out to the shipwreck to save this little girl. Yeah, like they're legitimately some of the sweetest people, and then Evelyn ruined them with the mold. And I'm like yep. fuck. That's another another good mother until she got hit with the mold is Mama Baker. Yeah. She was a great true. mother until you had to fight her. Then I was terrified, and because I that that was ugh. a scary fucking scene where she opens the door. And she's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Because you're you're like, "Oh, I go here," and then you just see her. And I was like, "Fucking shit!" I, Resident Evil Seven's great. Eight Eight is not nearly as scary, but except but for eight, that, uh, I think Eight has better gameplay. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like four. It's like four to two, or like two is I think really good in the horror aspect. Mm-hmm. Four is way more fun. Yeah, for sure. But uh, other other moms, I'd say. And I, I mean, Marva. We already talked a shitload about her. Yeah. But yeah. I just had to say it again. Yeah. Best good. mom in Star Wars. I'd say this technically. I, I don't know if she's a great mom or not because we don't know the lore. But 
technically Peach. Yeah. I don't know if she's a great mom or not, but like, hey, Rosalina seemed fine. That's I true. don't know. Is she a good mom for always getting kidnapped? Is that her fault, though? Well, maybe. <laughs> and for always stomping turts. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they're not very... Uh... <laughs> what are some other good... I Oh, <laughs> just skip over the turts. Yeah. Just like you... Mario. That is true. Uh, uh, Matt probably won't get this one, but Rhea uh, in, in uh, Treehouse. What's uh, wrong? Uh, oh, oh no, uh, Matt! What's uh, happening? Uh, what's going on? I'm back. Oh, I can't. Is it the chair? Oh, it, yeah. The chair hurt my friend. Oh, oh, I can't continue. If only I had something to, I don't know, remedy this problem. Well, <laughs> <laughs> go on. Insert ad here. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, guys, that little bit that you just heard was our first ad. Congratulate yeah. us. <laughs> if, you, if you really want to, why congrat- did you say anything when I said that? <laughs> if, if you really want to go congratulate us, go pick up a go, pick a chair. go to chairsforgaming.com, yeah. You stupid cunt. Yeah. T- <laughs> Please use coupon code. Take it sleazy at checkout. Yeah, you, you stupid cunt. <laughs> Happy, happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> so yeah, we have an we have an ad for You know what your mom would really like? <laughs> a sweet gaming chair. For all the all the all the shit you put her through. <laughs> she needs a relaxing chair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her her back hurts from carrying. Your, your dad's family. face isn't doing it anymore. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I don't want to be a broken record, uh, but I am, and I only have, you know, it's not my fault that my favorite song's on my favorite record. So, I think I think Yennefer is a pretty good motherly figure when it comes to uh, to Siri. I mean, we talked about, that was I think, like... I think definitely one... I've never seen the two of them interact outside of the show for like two minutes. I mean, the games... He hasn't yeah, finished but I, it. I never he played the three. prologue and did everything in that prologue. And the map opened up. He went, "Oh fuck this!" Dang. Yep. But I I agree. But I, I did I, everything possible in the prologue. <laughs> so you pretty much got a whole game's worth of content <laughs> right. out of that. So Essentially, fine. yeah. Yeah. Well, I I would agree because like especially by the end of the game, and like kind of what like Yennefer goes through, what Geralt goes through, and what Ciri goes through, by the end, you're like, that's a tight-knit family. Well, I think it's also interesting that if there's any other character, like, it, it plays out better when you do, like, the best ending. Vesemir's a pretty good mom. Vesemir's the best mom. Yeah, for sure. It Well, it plays out, when you, if you choose, like, the ending where Ciri becomes a, uh, a witcher, it plays out because you get to see things that, like, Yennefer, for going what she went like from going through what she went through being like really powerful but then having a really like just dark and messed up past and then through you know becoming you know getting her magical powers like all the things that that she's gone through then having Siri who's like you you have all this power and you have to make these choices and she's like I think is one of the best people that that Siri could have supporting her because in the end like Yennefer is like you can do what you want, um, and we'll support choice you. for that game. Yeah, it was just like you can do what you want, and I want to support you. Like, there's moments where like where pe- they want to talk to her about like joining like the like a bunch of wizards, and Garrett's like, you can go in, and t- and Jennifer's like, 
Like, you can do whatever you want with those decisions. Like, I don't want to sway you in any way, um, no matter what. Like, I'm going to love you. And um, even, re like, reading the books and going through of, like... Yeah, before, like, you know, the end of the series, like, see, like actually having Siri grow up in mm -hmm. the book series and pretty much being parented by Geralt and Yennefer. Yeah. And then, you know... Just that, yeah. Well, at first, because her whole thing, Yennefer, at first is like, I'm going to take her to the school where I went to. And then she kind of realizes it's a mistake. But she's like, that's the only place she'll be safe. Like, I don't know what else to do. And she needs to learn how to, like, use her magical powers. Even though Siri's like, I do not want to do this at all. Um, and then Yennefer's like, all right, this is a bad idea. Then pulls her out of it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's mine from a game. But that was, I felt pretty predictable for me. Pokemon all has terrible mothers. I mean, for the world they're in, not really, because that's how it works everywhere. But you want to talk about a terrible mother? That's Lusamine. Yeah. Jesus. Why, why would the Pokemon mom be bad? She's because they like, send their 10-year-old out into the wilderness <laughs> with $11, and they're like, all right, go on an adventure. Well, come well, back in a year. What was the what was the fucking the, She's always the, so kind when I come and visit though? Well, remember, yeah, but it's never like, oh my god, I was so worried about you <laughs> that you were safe. Well, it's remember, all like, oh hey. Remember uh the, the, it's been like a year years later. Yeah. <laughs> that she's like What's the, All uh, right, go now go up and have more fun. I like I like the lore implication in that world. Is it like that's just how society works. Once you hit ten, you get a Pokemon, you go. Yeah, you have to go out and get an apartment. And if you <laughs> fail as a Pokemon trainer, you got to start turning tricks on the street. Well, and the fact is, is that like Ash or even any of the protagonists are not like actual Pokemon fans because they're always like having to look up stuff in the Pokédex. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, Ash's mom is a good mom. Yeah, she's a great mom, but and she's not in the games. But uh, I I, th I think for 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 what in the context of the Pokemon world they're probably all great moms, but like yeah, but that's just because it's that's every... not where we are. That's fair. Yeah, I uh, I had one for that I think you and me would understand more so, but is Rhea from Three Houses? Yeah, because like her whole thing is to get her mom back, and then like technically she would be. It's I actually she's a weird. It's a weird thing, but, like, she is, uh... I mean, going off of that, Zelda's mom in Breath of the Wild, she's never seen, but after her after her death, Zelda and her dad grow apart. Like, she was the thread holding the family together. I would love... I don't. I doubt we will, but I would love to see her in Tears of the Kingdom, somehow. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck knows at this point? I, I, I'm, I need to know, because, like, that trailer where they showed off, you know, with, where the saxophone guy is going ham... I, I need to know, because, like, Zelda is clearly not underground anymore and is with these people in the sky, or with some weird... Zelda seems like she's on her own quest, independent of Link's. I hope to God it's playable. Yeah. That same, like, dynamic that you were talking about with Zelda and her mom between Zelda and her dad is the same dynamic between Kratos... And Atreus. And Atreus. Yeah. It... I, that's a really good point. Hey, no, here's the thing, though. Y'all haven't played Ragnarok. She, you get to see her in like flashbacks and shit, and yeah, she's a phenomenal mom. But the the fact and that yeah, she held everything together, now he's like, I don't even know how to deal with Dude, my own son. Fun fun <laughs> fact, y'all y'all saw y'all seen a I, I forget her name, but y'all seen Daredevil, right? The Netflix show. Mm -hmm. no. Uh, you haven't? No. Okay, uh, it's Keep it's going. Karen, that's oh. who plays uh, Freya in God of War. 
Wow, that's awesome. And and she does a fun like the first flashback sequence where I was like, oh, we're, uh, like what the hell? And immediately Freya is cracking jokes with Kratos. And Kratos, instead of like what you would expect him to be, is like, that's not funny. I want. He's like, like giggling and twirling his beard. Yeah, he's he's like he's like <laughs> no, but he's babe, stop. <laughs> he's like actually like you can tell Kratos like loves this woman because like she'll she'll be like she'll be like oh you gonna be the big strong man and like move this rock out the way and he like looks at her and be like. I know damn well you can move that rock by yourself. And she's, and she's, and like, she's like hamming it up, like, oh no, the poor maiden. And he's like, fine. But you can, you can see, like, in the way Christopher Judd did it, there's a smile in that voice. I mean, there's a, there's a reason. It. Speaking of mythology, Hades has two good moms. Yes, yeah, just... damn it. Ah, oh. Nyx by herself. Nyx mm-hmm. is so good. So fucking good. And what is it, Persephone? Persephone is the, is Hades, or yeah, Hades' wife. Yeah. I, Every time I got a new dialogue between for Nyx, I was so excited to run. I think Nyx is the first one that I got to the the highest heart level. It's so Nyx good. is great. Like yeah, and then just Hades also just has really good characters. Like, yes, and it makes them. and it, it's so interesting because there's not a lot of games where I'm like, oh, I want to go talk to this person in some random dialogue. I want to talk to every fucking character. I in do. That game. I I just I look forward to like sometimes I'll just die at the very beginning. I'm like, well, at least I get to go and talk yeah. to some people i have the materials let me just go in die real quick and yeah. then get the next dialogue that's that's my that's one of my favorite parts about like a lot of like <clears throat> rpgs where like the cast is great because you'll be like yeah here's the gameplay that's fine i get through the level i want to yeah. talk to everybody yeah where you just go and like ex- exhaust the dialogue options of just like, i mean yeah it's everything. like it is one of the only games where it's not like fallout where i just like skip through everything it's like i yeah i care about each different person that's so interesting and i love unlocking it and then it's mixed in with actually really good fun gameplay Going back to Xenoblade for a second, I'm not going to say much because Luke isn't there yet, but Nia is an incredible mother. I can already tell just because I know who Nia from 2, and I can just be like, yeah, she's going to that's gonna translate really well, but yeah. I can't wait to see it. I mean, it's not hard to tell. You know, if, if, they're, if it's true, you know, if the theories are right that Bridget is Senna's mom, she'd be a great mother. Yeah. Bridget would make a really good mom. She's already the mom to two different parties. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, what was the other one I had? I had another mom I written down. We go we go out of that. I think Aunt Ca- Aunt Cass in Big Hero Six taking care of again at the time two boys and then one dies and she's like, "Oh, you sure you didn't pull that from your other list?" No. <laughs> <laughs> there can be crossover. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I was I was thinking about because immediately I thought of Mrs. Incredible. You're gonna you're gonna fuck Aunt Cass and then eat all of Hero's fruit snacks out of the out of the cover. <laughs> I feel like that motherfucker don't eat fruit snacks. He's one of those like weird nerds who has like a yeah. He's got Pocky. Yeah, yeah. Pocky's no. pretty good. Pocky is fine. good. Have but you had the chocolate banana ones? I like the banana ones. The chocolate the, banana ones. It's are like fire. a chocolate stick on this one. It's really good. Oh, that's actually fire. The, you can't go wrong though with some, some classic Pocky though. Like I like the the Pocky bags. the like the the Primo ones that have like the crumbs. Oh in. yeah, like the mm. almond one. Yeah, yeah, yeah those are really good, good too. They have an Oreo one that's the or it's cookies and cream one. I think is the flavor. I've had that one. Really good. I just don't like cookies and cream stuff for some reason. It, I mean, that was definitely like a favorite growing up, but I I feel like that is like a a child's flavor when now it's like coffee flavor is like one of my favorite ice creams i still don't fuck with coffee flavor it's it's always like moose tracks for me mm-hmm. okay okay yeah 
Uh, like we, 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 this is also on the list we had, but Anna from Overwatch. Yeah. She was She's the mama. a mama fair. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I guess you only really played the game. You didn't give a shit about any of the lore, did you? No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I? That's fair. Uh, yeah. The Anna is ten. I don't know. I don't know the story behind it, and if they're like on good terms or not. But like, I I remember that. Yeah. They Probably are. not. Let's be real. No well-adjusted person with like good family dynamics go into war and or like become a hero or villain. True. Like pe- the people who have like a perfect family life and just next have a up, good job. mom, Genova. <laughs> Sephiroth would tell you who she is. Aerith's mom. Is a really good mom. Both of them. Yeah. The one because she she like please protect my daughter and then dies. But then also uh, Elmira. Yeah. Just trying to protect her, protect her daughter. Look, I know she's technically not a mom, but Tifa to Marlene. Yeah. You guarantee you Tifa's been teaching that girl everything. I I, I after playing again, I was like, is Tifa Marlene's like mom actually? Because <laughs> they look very similar. It it is it is like uncanny somewhat, and I'm, and part of me is going like, I mean, Cloud's been gone for a while. It's just been you two here, you know, Barrett and Tifa. I'm just yeah, something could happen. I could see that, but apparently no. Apparently, it's I think. I think uh, Marlene was just an orphan. Yeah. I think yeah that Barrett picked up. In 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 a is no. I was gonna say is is Lulu a mom in FS10 technically? She I think she falls more into the category of like squad mom. Yeah, because anything. But she, she takes yeah because the rest of that squad is a bunch of children. Yeah. Mentally specifically, like <laughs> I love. If she's game? the mom, then Kamari's the dad. Oh, for sure. I was I was gonna say I almost said Dunban. That's not his name, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> is it is Aaron right or Aaron or the samurai one? It's yeah, it's Aaron. I think it's Aaron. Yeah, or Agron. Or I was gonna say he would be the dad. But I'm like, nah, he's a shitty dad. <laughs> He'd be a real shit dad if that's the case. Yeah. You want a shitty dad? That's Jekt. Yeah, facts. Jekt is a terrible father. Terrible dad. What are some terrible moms? I know we talked about like, some good ones, but like realistically, what are some like ones where you're like, nah, fuck that bitch. I don't know. There's not a lot Cause, that I... Because obviously we talked about the Resident Evil ones. There's not been a good one. Um, the mom from... Uh, I would say the boss the Binding of from Isaac. Metal Gear Solid 3. Not a very good mom. Yeah, the mom from Binding of Isaac. Well, isn't that the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, I was going to say that whole fucking pl- thing. Wasn't that literally just based off the actual Bible like story of Isaac? Yeah. Yeah. Loosely. <laughs> very loosely, but yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, the That's mom... That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> Damn, In the modern day trailer park. <laughs> yeah, no, the Binding of Isaac. That mother's terrible. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think too. Like, yeah, like just shitty moms. But like, I don't know. I do like. Actually, no. Oh fuck! No, what's her name? I almost said Cassie. Uh, Mortal Kombat mom. The mom. Uh, Johnny Cage's girlfriend. The the uh, blonde girl. Yeah, the soldier. Yeah, her. Uh, after playing X, they're not. It's not that good of a relationship because she's like super. Like it's, it's kind of. Ca- it's not Cat. Cassie's the daughter. Oh. Cassie Cage. What's what's uh? You know you know Mortal Kombat shit. Uh, the the warrior like the no warrior the soldier lady. Um, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage's like girlfriend. Sonia. 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 Sonia Blade. Yep. Yep. She's not a very good mom in in X because Cassie like she's she's the reason the split happened. Uh, between Johnny, like Johnny's a great dad. He yeah. tries his damn hardest because he was always there for the re- like the piano recitals, or the dance. Didn't things. he just get cast as Carl Urban? In yeah, the next did you movie? see that? 
in the, the that makes so much sense. It, yeah, Carl Urban, and I'm kind of down for it. I am. I don't. He's just I, gonna be so calling many, people. There's cunt. so much that I. I, 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 now, I know. After watching the boys, there's so much that I wish that he was in. But now that he's getting older, I'm like, we have to get every, him and everything. I, I so wish be. that he had been Wolverine all this time. Oh wait, That's that actually would be really good. I I know the next Mortal Kombat movie is not gonna be good because the first one wasn't. But just because but he's the gonna, first first one go- was good. First first one's good. The, this newer the newer one is like good action, shitty plot. But like, I'm I'll go see Carl Urban Bruh, in Mortal Kombat. I got a good one. Yeah, Good Mom, Castlevania. Dracula's wife. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was about to say. I, I mean, was... that's the same thing as like. Well, I mean, taken to a much bigger extreme, yeah. but oh. like the Zelda and her mom. Yeah. Where after yeah. she dies, the. Uh, but I mean, the name? fact that she was like well, she, was she tamed Dracula. Was she a and, mom? Like, like did... made him see the good in humanity. Well, was yeah. he? Was she technically a mom though? I mean, I guess she would. Yeah, Alucard was her son. Oh, it was like just her son straight yeah. up. Oh, I didn't know. Wait, what the fuck? Because he, remember oh, yeah, there's was that like, flashback like where he and goes up and yeah. he's like, you did this to mother or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, she's a great mom. To tame Dracula, that's a big... <laughs> now, here's the thing. It, future mom, you think Sifu would be a good mom? I mean, we know she's having the baby. Yeah, so... I think Sifu would be an incredible yeah. mom. What, what she, is this? This is just in the anime. At the end uh, of Castlevania. The end. Oh, oh yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. Where'd you be sitting if it? I haven't seen this. Oops. Oops. Spoilers. I'm not like spoilers don't ruin me, so it's okay. I mean, that so doesn't... anyway, the, the, <laughs> just full spoiler. Yeah, I'm so hyped for Bloodlines, though, dude. I need Richter. It's gonna be fire. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Um, other good moms, like just in general, like well, th- there's not there's not as many as I thought that there would be. I feel like yeah, we could because find in a most list. games they're like Gone, make the protagonist an dead. orphan so that we don't have to deal with where the parents are. Yeah, because. Because, yeah, most realistic thing is, like, the dynamic with a parent of, like, you shouldn't do this, or don't go do this. or I mean, even in the first Xenoblade and the second Xenoblade, Rex and Shulk, both orphans. That is true. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up. What? Just more, more moms. More moms. More moms, dude. Moremoms.com. All right. Uh... Don't look that up. <laughs> Please. No. Um, I was about to say she's a terrible mother. It says Mystique. I said best moms in comics. I'm like she's a shit mom, awful mom, awful terrible mom. Nightcrawler succeeded think, despite think... her. Yeah. I was gonna say there. The first one is Aunt May. Yep, works. Yeah. Martha Got Kent. That one. Martha Kent. Yeah. Um, save Martha. All right. Let's go to. I love CBR has. <laughs> has hot mamas 15 moms in comics ranked worst to best Talia Al Ghul depends on who's writing it. I was gonna yeah. say who's writing her, who's writing her cause she could be a, a decent mom to Damien or the worst yeah what was the sure. what was the storyline where she like full on is cloning Damien because she's like you've been too much of a good guy so I'm gonna I haven't clone. read that one but it's yeah terrible mm. what a um Scarlet Witch Scarlet Witch is is she She's a good mom, but she's not a good guy. That's true. Yeah. yeah. She, you, you're not a bad guy. <laughs> she's a bad guy so that she can be a good mom. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Which makes her an incredible mom. <laughs> a well-written mom. Yes. Absolutely. You can say uh, Aquaman's uh, wife, Mara. 
she when, when Aquaman is off saving the world all the time, she is not only a mom but ruler of Atlantis, True. and and raises her kids right because Calder's good, Aqualad's good, like they're all Aqualad. Yeah, that's, that's a terrible name. I'm, yeah, yeah. But like that's what they. Like, it's that's a, DC for you. Well, it's, it's the problem. It's the same. He's, he's just a smaller version of Aquaman. What should we call him? Aqualad. Well, that that was the the gist. It was like, all right, what do we call him back? Not in- Aqua Kid. It's got to be something different. Well, Aqua Kid just sounds stupid. Yeah. Aqualad sounds stupid too, but I feel like it sounds <laughs> not as bad as as Aqua Kid. Because I don't know that one just sounds bad. Hydro Lad. Yeah, that would be better. Wet child. <laughs> oh my god, it's wet child. Wonder Woman's mom, Hippolyta. Yeah. She's pretty good. Um, especially because out of everyone, when Diana was like, I'm going to go to man's world and like actually help people. Every one of the Amazons are like, you're stupid. Hippolyta was like, there's men there. Ew. Well, well, like Hippolyta was like, if this is what you feel called to do, then do it. Like I have full, like, yeah, she was like, I, whatever you need to do. Andrea in the Walking Dead comics, not the show, is a very good mom. Yeah. Yeah, the comics for sure. Yeah. Andrea in the show, completely ruined. (laughs) Awful. Is that... That's, uh... Whose wife? She, in the... In the show, she never really got married. She was the blonde chick that had the sister that died in season one. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Sue Storm... Although, because Reed's a kind of a shit mom, or shit dad to yeah. his kids. Apparently, I, I, I read Who's this. Who's the owl in Sonic? Oh, Longclaw. Yeah, Longclaw, yeah, Longclaw was a good mom. Great mom. Yeah, great mom. Didn't expect Fucking, you to be the one to bring that yeah. up, but yeah. What, uh, well, even, what is, what's the, what's, uh, what's the, the, the main human lady, the wife of, uh, of, she's a great Mrs. mom. Mrs. Donut Lord. Yeah, Mrs. Donut Lord's a great mother. <laughs> yeah. Great mother to Sonic Mrs. Knuckles and Tails. Donut Lord. Uh, there's a lot of great moms. There's a lot of good moms. I'm glad that I feel like there's better, more. But no better moms than ours. That's right. It's true. Shout out Nancy. Shout out Tina. Shout out Baba Lee. Let's go. I like. I like when your mom always like comments on our TikToks or. Yeah, she's she's supporting us. Uh-huh. She doesn't get it, but she supports. I it. love. She was like, I was like, oh, I was laughing. This is so funny. And every other comment on my Red Dead video was, "This is you shit. guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> Kill Worst yourself." Take. Worst take in my life. I love. I love one. Ass. No, the, the, the one. The one that got me was the guy say, "If you don't like Red Dead, you just don't have. You just don't like good games. That's how it is." And I was just. I'm like, oh. part of me wants to comment and like argue, but I'm like, don't. Don't do it. Just leave him alone. It's good traction. But uh, that was I love I love seeing all that shit on our TikTok. That was yeah, funny. We've been blowing it up. Yeah. I uh Yeah. Yeah. I want us to clip that part where I shit on Red Dead again in the hundredth episode just to see if any of those people come back. <laughs> oh yeah, we need part to part two yeah. it. Yeah. We one of these days we'll we'll actually have like a full. But then I feel like people are gonna attack my physical appearance because of my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Ass take, also fat. (laughs) L plus ratio plus you ate the whole fridge. Ass take again. (laughs) It's like L plus ratio plus you can't play good video games plus you ate the whole fridge in under an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Pull some shit like that. Speaking of moms, I'm coming for their moms next. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> Clip this too at the end of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your mom's next, buddy. That's part three. 
<sighs> I think, think we got a good one. I think it's a great. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for all the moms out there. We, there wouldn't be any of us if there weren't any of you. Thanks. Um, check us out on TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, 100th episode, MTAC episode. Um, YouTube. YouTube. If you want a gaming chair, chairsforgaming.com. We yeah. might have some more sponsors to talk to you about later, too. We, we right. do. We got one while we were sitting yeah. here. <laughs> and as always, take it sleazy, mamacitas. Wow, wow, wow.